Episode 53 of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at BustingBallsPod. Email us, BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash Busting-Balls, or on the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Only. and you can find us on Spotify. Search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic, the Quasi-Champions League. John and Jeffrey cast a critical eye on the proposed new Champions League format. John, what's happening, brother? Man, well, I hate to give credit to Man City, or Man City players of late, but you've got to give it up for Sergio Aguero, who is going to be leaving Man City at the end of the season after a decade of magnificent service. That is a true end of an era right there with Sergio Aguero's departure. And lest we forget... A call involving Sergio Aguero did make one of our top uh, moments of the 2010s. Oh, hell yes. Let's face it. It's one of the moments of the Premier one, one moment of any league. You know, it's, it's two and down in injury time. Who scores a winner? Aguero! Oh, God. That, and, that, and that was just the icing on the cake that was that entire match considering what else happened in that match too but i mean he he's done so much more since then God and it, it is just amazing how it, yeah it, it truly is the end of an era yeah um keeping keeping your head in that circumstance mario balotelli's only assist for man city there as well i just <laughs> I mean, again, he's done a lot more since. I mean, that was 2012, and he's done a lot more since. And oh. I, I love Mario Balotelli just as long as he's not playing for my club. You know, <laughs> he's a, he's an oh, one man entertainment factory. I love him on that front. But yeah, Sergio Aguero, one of the Premier League greats. You've got him in the argument for the great goal scorers with um, Shearer, Henri, Mo Salah, etc. <laughs> <laughs> is Mo Salah really part of that conversation, John? Ninety-two goals and one hundred and fifty. He is. He is in that top five for that number of games played. Okay. All right. Well, uh, uh, that being said, that being said, can can Man City really replace Sergio Aguero? I mean, well, I mean, mo- is- monetarily, yes, but I mean, can they really replace? You know what? You know, a player, uh, you know, what he's done for that club. Yeah, I mean, it, it's off, off the field, on the field. I don't think they're going to miss him too much because he hasn't played that much this year. Um, you know, he's he's in his mid-30s now. But it, it's like company. There's, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a way of, you know, it, it's a Man City way, for want of a better word, you know, a way of doing things. It, it's, it's like when company left. Yes, he is not what he was, and he is replaceable by younger and, at that point in his career, better players. But that aura they bring to the club, the you know the standards they they can hold you. You know, you look at Aguero, you look at Kevin, and you can go, "What have they done in the game?" And they go, "Bing, here's your medal collection, bitch." You know, um, <laughs> right? Damn. So yeah, it, it's it's repl- I I don't think they can replace him. You know, in the short term. It, People may build up to it, but uh, but no, they, I, I think that leads me on to, to the high comedy of um, Pep being asked about um, <laughs> Haaland, uh, Erling Haaland, of course, who was 
touting himself around the clubs of Europe this week quite openly mm-hmm. and going, we can't afford him. Yeah, I, I did see that. It's like, well, when Manchester City claims that they can't afford a player. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, yeah, bullshit. Second yeah. all, yeah, that's kind of, well, you know. Yeah, that, that just goes to me, ask for less, please, Dortmund, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly. What... Right? Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Man City. The, 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 yeah, the the folk who who flout the rules constantly can't. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I, I was quite amused by him uh, going to Barcelona as well, given they are roughly a billion in billion euros in debt. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think people seem to understand the financial situation that a lot of clubs are in right now. Although I still also think that some of this is complete bullshit too. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. So you know, we we, we got to look at it from that point of view. You know, but uh, anyway, the point is Sergio Aguero. Now, it, it, is he going to stay in the Premier League? Is he going to go back to Argentina? Is he going to go elsewhere? We just don't know yet. Could could he have one last hurrah at uh, Atleti? You know. Yeah, yeah, could be- oh, yeah, he could go back to Atletico Madrid. I th- I don't think Cholo would mind that. Oh, hell no. It, it, it kind of worked out for Fernando Torres when he was yeah, there. Um, he, he went back there. And that's for all the strikes at the moment. It's quite, working out quite nicely for Luis Suarez, isn't it? So. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Luis Suarez. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems to be working out for him. So uh... <laughs> And for Atleti, let's face it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cholo. Uh, I thought Cholo was going to be done, and this year it looks like they're going to win it. Um, you know, on that note, I know you want to mention the Busting Balls Derby from yesterday as, as Liverpool beat Arsenal at home uh, 3-0. But... Let's get this right. Whooped. Whooped. Dominated. Yeah, uh... I mean, yeah. Now, mind you, I, I, confession, I did not watch the game because I actually had something I had to do yesterday. Clearly, uh, you're an absolute jinx here, you know? Well, you know, but... <laughs> I mean, I was I was out at a, I had a, you know for my day job I had to work a vaccination fair, which is which for which round of applause here all good work. Yeah, so um, so I mean I got to listen to the match and no, I mean yeah Arsenal just did absolutely nothing in that game. The second I walk in my door and then we they concede two goals in five minutes, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go take a nap because <laughs> I was I've been up since six this morning. I'm gonna go take a nap. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm glad you brought it up. You know, I wasn't going to mention it at all today and ruin your afternoon. Um, uh, no, I didn't ruin. Again, it didn't ruin my afternoon. I just kind of went to bed. But I, I'm yeah. going to ruin yours though. On top of that, though, Be, because as, <laughs> yeah. because as of now, even if Liverpool win every single game, they cannot catch up to Man City now. Yeah, that that's been on for a long time. I, yeah, I'm 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 long reconciled to it. You know, I'm. I'm I'll take the, the, the minor spoils like the Busting Balls Derby trophy, whatever trophy yeah. you had. <laughs> a Batman bobblehead or something, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. That, that was a little inside joke, uh, everybody. <laughs> that was a little inside joke. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I mean, I already resigned myself. You know, after that West Ham game, I resigned myself to, uh, yeah, the, this season being over, quite frankly. Well, well, you've still got the Europe, the Europa League to go. So, oh come on, you can. You, do do but, you trust this team to win the Europa League? Because I sure as fuck don't. Well, it depends which players are fit. That's all I can say. Based on yesterday, you know. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. Based on yesterday, let's see who was not in that game. Uh, Bukayo Saka, uh, Emma Smith Rowe, uh, Kieran Tierney had to come off, and it, it, on, we really fell off a cliff after that. And you know, I'm I'm not going to criticize a team because they lose players because you know that's story of our season. That's going to be a story of Arsenal season as well. I think. Um, yeah, you know, you, you're robbed of your creative outlets, uh, so it you you're, you're going uphill anyway. And yeah, but at the same but at the same time, you know, look at the players we brought in. Thomas Partey has not worked out. Um, you know, David Luiz and. Uh, and, and Willian were, you know, a money laundering scheme by Kia yeah, Jarabchian. 
Aubameyang was playing like left back ish. Yeah, Aubameyang. <laughs> since he signed that contract, Aubameyang has, for the most part, not been shit. Mm. And um, yeah, and, and, and we keep playing Granite Xhaka, so and he's a complete liability. So you know, th- 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 well, this is the grave that Arsenal dug for themselves. Yeah, pretty much. It, it's it's still a mess, and it, you know, you it, it's seasons to sort this out. I've got to be honest by the look of it. Well, just as a um, you know, bar winning the Europa League, I, I'm just going to say that um, just a little sneak preview for when we do our inevitable uh, final grades for the Premier League. Um, yeah, Arsenal's uh, on well on their way to an F because my goals were Saint Tonnery's day and and. Top four, neither of which are going to happen. So, yeah, the, you no, get an at F. Least, yeah, at least competing for a top four would have been, you'd have thought, would have been Arsenal's aim, but... Nope, nope, sorry. So, yeah, Arsenal, you know what? The, the, yeah, the, the season's over at this point. I, you know, bar the Europa League, which I, again, don't even seriously think they're in contention for that anyway. So, so moving on. <laughs> it was nice to have a week where I did not have to care about the art. <laughs> yes at all because we had an international week since last we spoke um yep. uh, not, uh, Germany. I, I would say, oh go yeah, ahead I would, say, I would say it was a low point for this week but frankly it wasn't even a point at home losing to north macedonia and margaret have you seen timo werner's miss i did and timo werner we talk about how you talk about players falling off a cliff. Timo Werner has fallen off a cliff since going to Chelsea. Yeah, it's it's you know Chelsea. Either, Chelsea, there's not much middle ground with them. Is they either make players or they absolutely break them. And Werner, Werner looks absolutely broken after that. Oh so my far. goodness! I mean, I heard some honk on. Uh, it was actually a commercial at, at halftime of uh, of Newcastle and Spurs as I was in my car uh, going to the grocery store. And I heard, you know, a a, a, a uh, preview for some other talk show on on the SiriusXMFC channel, and this honk was saying, uh, "I don't think Timo Werner scores another goal in his professional career the way he's looking right now." It's like a <laughs> little hyperbolic, but you can kind of understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Said so he he needs a tap in from the goal line, you know, or something to go in off his backside. Or, or something, yeah. And the, the guy made the point of, you know, because, uh, you know, under Thomas Tuchel, Chelsea are winning. And I was like, well, uh, obviously that was recorded before yesterday when they lost 5-2 <laughs> at home to oh, yes. goddamn West Bromwich Albion. <laughs> Sam Allardyce with his audition for the Chelsea job there. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, he, 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 he could manage Real Madrid, you know. <laughs> yeah, Sam Allardyce, absolutely. Oh my goodness! Yes, please <laughs> go go ahead. Manage Real Madrid, <laughs> but yeah, Germany. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's already. Uh, I mean, the, I mean, Joachim Love is already leaving. We, yeah, we've determined, he's... but yeah, maybe it couldn't come soon yeah. enough because the Mannschaft have had fucking issues since the twenty eighteen since this since this show started. Demonshaft have had issues, and they have not addressed them at all. No, and it's it's not being helped when you know you've got players like I know that, I know Thomas Muller's getting old, but him not being picked when Germany are as bad as they are to you know to lose to North Master, which is only their third home loss, I think in in all the World Cup qualifiers they played. Yeah, you, you yeah. can't expect people to go, to not call for the players if you're doing that badly. Yeah. I mean, no, not it's... reason for it, apart from I'm just not picking an older player here. Well, you know what? It could be worse. Go it, on. It could be worse, John. It could be the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> oh. They oh, are the... playing Girls like... in... Luxembourg. <laughs> yeah, Luxembourg. Luxembourg, a, a, a country that more people know from a, a, a lyric from a Smith song than they do on the map of Europe, I think. I'd be willing well, to bet. Size of a pinhead on the global scale, you know. Um, 
it might be as close to the best week Luxembourg have ever had in their history. Because, you know, not only do they snatch a win against the Republic, they took the lead against Portugal and they were they were seconds from keeping that till half time as well. Mm. You know, they only lost three one there. Yeah. So by Luxembourg standards, that is a hell of a week. And you know, good yeah, luck might, to them. Yeah, that might be the be- yeah, you're right. That might be their best week ever in football. <laughs> Yeah, I think they've only had three wins in qualifiers. So, and you know, hardly any of them were as big as as Ireland, or supposedly as big as Ireland. Yeah. Good golly, Miss Molly. So, I mean, do you have any other uh, notes from the international weeks? I didn't really watch a whole lot of international. Hey, well, well, Wales lost to Belgium, and then we uh, we we won with uh, Gareth Bale. You know, waking up for international duties, he usually doesn't put in a beautiful. For crossing, <laughs> so hey, uh, you know what? Unknown ability in the air. Yep. Hey, you know what? Speaking of Belgium, yeah. Did you see that the Belgian Pro League is going to merge with the Eredivisie? Oh, the the the, the Jupile, or I think so. Yeah, like the that. Jupile oh. is going to merge with. They're going to. They're trying to merge with the with the Dutch Eredivisie. I did not see this until you told me, but that could be a, a very interesting little league if it's allowed. But uh, I'm according, not sure. According to this Wait article that I'm reading, um, a formal proposal has yet to be unveiled, but reports suggest an 18-team structure with Ajax, PSV, Eindhoven, Feyenoord, and, and AZ Alkmaar uh, joining along with Anderlet, Club Brugge, Standard Liege, Genk, and Ghent. So these are like you know basically the powers in their respective leagues. Yeah, the, I I I do see it as a it, it's an idea for for those countries who let's face it the international standings for pretty much for both clubs shows you they keep producing good players. It's it's at least something that gives them maybe a little bit more leverage against the bigger leagues when they come calling. Yeah, I mean, I can't see how it couldn't be. I mean, you know, especially if you have all of these, you know, it makes it might make it more competitive. Um, the the coach of Anderlecht, who is one Vincent Company, you might have heard of him. Never heard of. They're saying that it, it, yeah, he was calling it a matter of survival. Yeah, I, I can see that because you you know the smaller the the small leagues around Europe that you know. Even you go to some like the Scottish and Greek leagues who have produced um, back in the day, produced European Cup finalists. They, you know, they're, they're almost an irrelevance at that big level now. So maybe, maybe that's a key to you know strengthening their their local leagues and hopefully, you know, they're actually if they can keep players at home rather than you know, for, well for longer, you know, for two or three years maybe longer rather than just see them swooped straight up by Barca, by Madrid. Because let's face it, all the big clubs are watching the, the Dutch and Belgium academies right now. Right. And they will early. But then again, I mean, what does this leave the rest of the Eredivisie and the Jupiler Pro League? That's the... That's, you, you know, again, even on a relative scale, the rich will get richer there and the poor. Are they going to have a second round? You know, a, a, a feeder league on that? Or... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what? This seems to be the way things are going, as we're going to also discuss in our main topic. Oh, uh, yeah. But I mean, you, you can, I can guarantee you that I I can guarantee you two clubs who are going to be watching how this proceeds very closely, and those two clubs are Celtic and Rangers. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> if, if if you can play cross border, yeah. Because if they're gonna do that, because they're gonna go and say if we can do this, we can we can be part of English football. Now I should note, I should note that the there already is a combined Belgian and Netherlands league. It is the in the women's. So, yeah, that's division kind of, starting yeah. in 2012, they've already had a combined league. So I mean, not so why not unreasonable. Yeah, not unreasonable. Yeah. No, it, it, I mean, if, and if they've got a structure they can learn from, 
Right, and if it's and honestly, you know, if we're talking like small minnow power, you know, powers in football, in comparison, yeah, yeah, I, I, I kind of don't mind it. It's when we start talking about like the mega powers, and I don't mean you know, and I don't mean you know Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage in uh, in 1987 <laughs> WWF, but I mean, <laughs> sorry, you're not missing an opportunity for wrestling references, right? Not today, I'm not, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about that. I am, but what I mean is, like, when you have, like, you know, when, when they're talking about the European Super League, and I'm going to say most of this for the main topic, but there, there, there is a, a great deal of mammon involved with, with a Super League like Absolutely. that. But yeah. if you're talking about, again, teams like, you know, PSV, Ho, you know, like the smaller leagues coming together, you know what, I don't, I don't mind it. Because I also know in rugby... Like Irish, they're like what is it? Irish, Welsh, and Scottish clubs have Scottish, their, yeah, yeah they have yeah. their own combined league. Yes, absolutely, and, and you know you can talk because Ireland obviously covers both parts of the island of Ireland. Right. Yeah. There so is that. So. so I don't know. I mean, th- th- this could work. You know, I, 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 I guess it remains to be seen if they even go through with it. I, again. If you're talking on a smaller scale, I don't mind combining leagues like that, even though it is does seem to be the bigger clubs in those leagues. But then, it, which, which it always will be. Let's not be, let's not be around the bush on yeah. that. Yeah. So I mean, maybe I again, I can kind of see it, but you know that you know you know that there are going to be certain Scottish clubs that are going to be looking at that, going, hmm, you know, and, and looking towards towards the yeah. English FA, saying, hey, uh, you know, help you help your boys out, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not sure they should be doing that, given that the current standard, they are not going to be competing at the top end of that league. Well, you know what? I, I think you know what they should do. If that ever comes to bear, here's what they should do. Okay, mm-hmm. you, could, you could be part of English football. You could start down in League Two. Well, Rangers have been there before. They? They've got experience. <laughs> That's true. They do. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, one last note uh, before we get on to um, one last note on, uh, when we're talking about international football. Yeah. Um, guess who have not qualified for the Olympics for the third time running? Let me guess. Would it be the vastly overpaid United States men's team? It would be specifically their U23s. But yes, uh, they, they once again botched it and for the third straight Olympiad will not be competing in, in, uh, you know, for, for Olympic gold. Um, yeah. Tell me again why the U S men's national team gets paid way more than the women who actually produce, you know, titles and results. The, the pound for bank, the possibly the best team in the world. Yeah, that would be correct. Yes. The one who were still getting underpaid. Good golly, Miss Molly. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I mean, you know, the the Olympics isn't the biggest deal in the world, but yeah, you you should be, you know, given the competition you are in with with the teams around you. Yeah, there's no excuses, man. There really are no excuses. None at all. Um, you know, it. The U.S. men's national team is a is a joke, and I, I can honestly honestly see. Them not making the World Cup in in Qatar either. Yeah, and that I, would I, I, you know what, it, mark, make note of this at the twenty three ish minute mark on episode fifty three of the Busting Balls podcast. I predicted on April the fourth, twenty twenty one, as we uh, as we record this, that yeah. Uh, yeah, the USA will not make the World Cup again. Right, let's just get this thing. Yep, okay. There okay. you go. Yeah, there you go. So we could we could play this bit back when they fail to qualify again. We can play this back and say, "Yep, we knew that was happening." And you can get out a big fat cigar and light it up. That's right. <laughs> I'll, 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 yeah, I'll even light it with you know. No, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'll light it with the you know the the the, the money that you know the men sh- that the men are making. You know that should go to. The women, but then that, that would be a KLF type thing, just you know, burning the money instead of uh, actually using it for something good. 
art for art that's yeah, what it's for yes but uh you have been listening to those klf reissues oh hell yeah who hasn't been? <laughs> it, it, yeah it, they've been great <laughs> get up there and listen to them now take a break we'll be back here when you come back <laughs> did you see they put the rights of moo back up Yes! Holy shit! I know, right? I mean, half yeah. of it already got reposted anyway in that... Um, you remember that movie in, in 2017? We're getting way off topic. <laughs> Do you remember that, that movie that somebody made for the K, for the KLF advertising oh, their, their imminent return back in 2017 that, like, within yes. the, the first two minutes of it had Alan Moore in it? <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Oh yeah. my God. Well, like the yeah, I remember like the first half of that video was basically the rights of Moo. Yeah. So yeah, what what do you reckon we're getting? Nineteen eighty seven remade, redone. Yeah, I think that's the end game. Anyway, we're way off topic. So yeah. Let's, <laughs> so we're, we're we're talking about uh, we're talking about USA players uh, falling short of of expectations. Did you see Weston McKinney threw a party at his place, and now because of this three. Juventus players, including Weston McKinney, including Paulo Dybala and Adrian, are all suspended now. Yeah, and they could have done with them this weekend. Oh, Arthur, they? excuse me, not Adrian. Arthur. Yeah. They, and they are down in fifth now as well. They could, yeah. I mean, even after that draw, they're still in fifth. Yeah, uh, McKinney. McKinney's had a really good season for Juventus. He's been one of their bright spots. Let's not be. Let's not be unfair, but he really has been. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah, you know, he, he's almost the main man there at the minute, um, which is startling. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm sorry. You have to, in the circumstances, there are no excuses. You have to be aware of the consequences of your actions, and you know, you they should be docking a few wait docking the wages here because the guy, from his own actions has cost them his services. Uh, he has John, I'm rented... sorry, they, they are actually in fourth. Fourth. They are fourth now, are they? Yeah, they, yeah, what yeah, by by one goal over Napoli. They're tied on points with Napoli, but ahead by one goal. So sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, they, they are thought... in fourth. But yeah, they this the fourth for, for you know, Juventus have had a monopoly this decade on Syria. For them to go from nowhere to fourth, you know, first to fourth. Yeah, that's they, uh I mean, they, gonna, I mean, they, 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 they fired Maurizio Sarri for less. Yeah, oh God, yeah, and, and they went cheap on the manager. Much, much, you know, much as I love Perlo. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, that being said, uh, while we're here, uh, Inter Internazionale have an eight-point lead over Milan with a game in hand. They are twelve points ahead of Juventus. Uh, I. Amazing. I think everywhere except Germany, because of course, you know, Bayern beat Leipzig yesterday to, to dash yeah, all of our hopes. Like hope. By, yeah. Bayern don't like hope. Yeah. You know, Bayern are basically everything else in Pandora's box. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, I, it looks like, I mean, Rangers have already sealed it. Uh, Lille beat PSG yesterday. Atletico, yep, so Madri they Atletico Madrid. How, how is Spain looking? Because you're a Spain guy. Oh, how I have to have a look now. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Have, I didn't have a look this weekend. Right oh, on. Hang on. Okay. Hey, 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 hang on. I'm looking too. So. Yeah. yeah uh, oh, okay. So Aleti have a three point lead on on Real with a game in hand. Yeah. So similar situation with Leon and uh, uh, Lille and PSG. Um, we're with the exception of Bayern, we are going to have new champion, not repeat champions in which all the major are, leagues. Which, much as I would have loved to have seen a repeat champion in England this year, it, it's healthy. It, it's healthy for the game if you can have team multiple teams competing at the top of leagues. You know, you know, Syria, I, you, know, I got, you, you had um, got you had Saki and Capello at, at Milan. And you know they, they were great side. So they went unbeaten forever, and but you still had teams nipping it. You had Inter there. You had uh, Napoli back in the day with with Diego. Obviously, um, you had right. teams believing they could compete. And you know, and someone said, you know, <laughs> Serie A turned into the Scottish league. 
That's kind of yeah, true, yeah. It had to a degree, but yeah, it, it, seeing someone competitive at the top, I'm I am all for it. Particularly, you know, if it gives PSG likes PSG a bloody nose with with all the money they've got behind them. Right, but I mean, PSG is a type of club that can take one year, you know, not being the champions, and and just you know roll back and steamroll the next season. Um, but yeah, that being um, said, but I think all concerned with the Champions League anyway. Yeah, but then again, I mean, Inter, they look assured to be the champions at this point. They ha- they'd have to really fuck up at this point to not be champions. It would more likely be Milan than yeah, well, than well, Juve. But I have to. Think, but I still have to bury uh, Inter a little bit. Yeah. Well. Well. Again, as as I was going to say, fucking up here as you're about to tell us isn't a speciality. Um. Have you seen their new badge? <laughs> yes, and they're renaming themselves. Are they renaming themselves? Now that I, believe, I didn't hear. I believe it's to Inter Milano. So they're no longer Internazionale. They're now Inter Milano. Which is fine because everybody calls him Inter Milan anyway. But you know, it, it, it just, I guess that's okay. But this new badge, if you look at it, 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 it looks like it says "tit" in the middle. Yes, <laughs> it, it does. I mean, no way around it. But also, it has the same energy as the the April Fool prank that went awry for Volkswagen this week with the Volts. Wagon. It was supposed to be a lighter blue VW logo, and that, that's kind of what that looks like. Uh, yeah, I mean, just look at that. that who signed off on that? It, uh, it, it's. You know, I, I don't know if you've seen Only Fools and Horses over there. It was independent trading, and and does it say, what, what was there? There was the, the big. You know, they're talking about their big dreams, and Dell saying he's on a sky a skyscraper there. He's turned around with the the initial, the logo, the initial of Trotter's independent trading about yes. him. Yes, okay, yeah, I see where this is going. <laughs> and yeah, and as Roy said, yeah, your, your, your big dream is standing on there, on a balcony, with the word tit right behind you. Yeah. And, and yeah. Can, can you slip, are you seriously going to take the field with tit on your badge? You know, I'm, you, you, you know I, and, and I thought that the, that, Juventus badge was was bad. I mean, I, I I'm used to the Juventus badge now. It's just that that J is just uh, uh, yeah yeah. It, uh. <laughs> it, it it's just cheap looking. Well, we, we we may not be saying some very flattering things about uh, Inter's kit uh, next fashion show. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, we've got yeah it's yeah Inter a tit on the tit there with the badge. <laughs> <laughs> all right you got anything else for the news <laughs> no i think we'll we can leave it there all right coming up today's topic the quasi champions league john and jeffrey cast a critical eye on the proposed new champions league format please stay tuned the second half of episode 53 of the Busting Balls podcast. This half hour, we are going to have John and Jeffrey discussing the new Champions League format, what is proposed, and why it is, frankly, an abysmal idea. You may get where we're going here. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, when I say cast a critical eye, what I really mean is take a steaming dump on it, <laughs> because... Because it deserves it from the start. Uh, yes. Uh, so, 
Right. Yeah, yeah, this all starts with, uh, or it's being fronted by uh, Andrea Agnelli here. Now, who um, is he? For, he, for is, he is the chairman of the European Clubs Association and the Juve chairman. So he, he he's absolutely disinterested, you know, a, a neutral party on the welfare of all the clubs in Europe, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> of course, he, of course, he's he's concerned. Yeah, to totally worried about it. Yeah, who it has proposed? You know, you know. Let's be kind. I, I'm I'm just going to say a format which is a mess. Now, I'm, I'm going to give them credit here. They have identified the issue that the group stage of the Champions League is fairly dull. You know, it, it's you know, you you generally get the two seeded clubs going through. You you maybe get you know, if someone falls off off a little, you maybe get the third place side going through. But you really get any of the smaller clubs going through, and that is absolutely by design. You know, it, it, it was there, it was put in there so the big clubs played each other as much as possible, even early on, but without the risk of going out. Right. So, so yeah, so lay us all out what, what the new format is supposed to be. Well, the new format, marvellously, is, it, it's a, it's called a, a Swiss system, which they have borrowed from chess. Now, isn't the true Swiss system here, yeah, and I'll hopefully explain why later. Um, it's, yeah, so there, there are 32 clubs in at the moment in the group stages, you know, so you've got, you know, eight groups of four teams. They are proposing that is entirely scrapped and replaced with a 36-team league um, in which each side play 10 games, which is determined by seedings. And I'm just looking at that and going, that, you know, a 36-team league, how many leagues are you aware of that have 36 games to start with? And secondly, uh, Major League Soccer, as it Major happens. League Soccer, yeah. And how much of a big issue is that? A big deal is that outside the outside the U.S.? Uh, not not great. <laughs> not, not, not at all. Yeah, um, that group stage is dull, but you do not make it duller by having a thirty-six team league. You know, you can say, you know, if someone wins their first four games, that's it. It's all done already. You know, it's like uh, six games to play. Who cares at that point? It's yeah, you know, and the worst thing is, it's thirty-six playing ten playing ten games, and then the top eight sides of that will automatically hit go through to the last sixteen, and the teams between ninth and twenty-fourth will play off for the other eight slots. It's been calculated that they will be. 180 games to eliminate 12 teams. You can do it in so few, so many fewer games. That, that, that is awful. <laughs> it's a, um, and, and talk about the the fixture congestion. Yes. I mean, everybody else already complains about. Yeah. You want to put an extra four games into that kind of, you know, and if you've got the playoffs here, an extra 12 games to replace the six, six teams there. So, what the hell? And all of this uh, in service to what exactly? Well, I, I believe you mentioned the word mammon earlier. Um, right. the, the great Euro sign in the sky, the flashing Euro sign, the, the uh, golden goose that keeps giving. Um, I, I believe, um, you know, it, it, it's you, you cannot say that this is about anything except money. There, there is no if you are looking to solve the problem of the group stage being dull. You're doing exactly the opposite. You, you're just making it duller. There is no way a 36 team league can be in any way thrilling that I can see. You know, well, you have. So much dullness in there. Yeah, all, all it seems to be is just a a, a, a um, an exercise in trying to get 
make sure that certain teams always make the Champions League. Yeah, absolutely. Who always gets to that last, you know, that that knockout stage with where you know where the serious cash is made? Which, which seems to me like a it, it goes against the whole idea of why you have a champ, the Champions League, which is to absolutely. reward the top teams of the previous season with you know the chance to get the European Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to me, um, I think the issue is. I've, I, I believe in past years, UEFA has had you know sports consultants in from America to you know say how can we maximise the money, the revenue. I, I, I'm assuming that they are still listening. They still have American sports consultants, and I think what we've got fundamentally here is a clash between the European and the American model of sport because you know the European. There is certain meritocracy to it. There is a league system where theoretically, you know, on merit, you can go up and down. And, um, you know, you can, you know, the- theoretically say Newport County, my, you know, my local team could go in in four, four or five seasons to the Champions League. You know, it, it's not going to happen. It's massively unlikely, but it, but the possibility is there. The American system of sport, it, it's a closed system, essentially. You know, there there is... Promotion and relegation does not exist. That's true. It's even still, even even in football, yeah. Our, 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 you know the, the 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 version we talk about, not not the NFL, obviously, or college absolutely. for that matter. But you know, the NFL, you have your divisional games, the big the big rivalries every year. You have um, you know Major League Baseball again. You, you know you know the Yankees and Red Sox can have so many games against each other. The big TV you know, events that you want, right? And it, you know, with the promotion and relegation, you, you know, the U.S. it can maximise revenue because there is no risk to to the the top teams. The European model, you know, if you suddenly fall, and, and as say we saw in Leeds back in the early two thousands, if you fall out the Champions League spots, having spent to get there, you can crash. You can absolutely, you know, plummet. Yeah, and that is true, but I also think that, you know, a lot of this is based on, you know, now instead of having the Champions League money come in as a reward for doing well, now it's become part of everybody's budgets. Yeah, and now they take And now once you lose that money, I mean, we've seen what is happening with Arsenal. Yeah, and and this and and you, it, this is why the, this proposal is in in jeopardy because the bigger clubs don't think they're getting enough of it. You're just like, what the, you know, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I mean, well, then you know, there's the other point too, is that it, it makes the idea of a Champions League meaningless. Yes, it absolutely does because we have seen uh, proposals. I believe it was from Milan, um, who you know, who have been in the doldrums for much of the last decade. You know, who said who want who wanted the past, you know, the part European history as part of a qualifier year, and you're just going really, uh, holy shit! No, no. <laughs> so, sorry, you know, if if you know if Liverpool shit the bed again, you know, if if we don't qualify this year. I would not want to get in based on the fact we we won it a few years ago. You know, how how far back do you go in in you know in the European history to, to, to you know to Red Star Belgrade, you know, Crovain and Zvezda, do they get in every year? You know, Panathinaikos right. have made a final. They, do they have an auto to come in? Do Ajax have an automatic entry? They shouldn't do. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see them. No. Yeah, it's uh, you, kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it, it it's trying. It's essentially it it's trying to render a competition where theoretically, at least, the appeal is that the that you know that upsets can happen. You know, it, it, the possibility is and and over you know 30 years since it moved from the european cup to the champions league that has been minimized you, you, you 
if it's Liverpool after we won our second European Cup back in '78, we drew Nottingham Forest in the first in the was it a preliminary round, I think it was, and we went out, you know, in, in August, and it happened, and you move on. But now you can't. The clubs can't take that, as you say. They go in. They budget for this with the mega wages, and you're going. I'm not interested in a sport which is trying to to be predictable. Why would anyone watch it just to see? You know, the the rest of your leagues, they are not bystanders. They have history. They have fans. You know, wh- what are we doing to think about? It? They 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 you know, they would love to be with you know in the Champions League. They would love that rev the revenue. They you know they would love you know Leicester when they won the league, going into the Champions League. Brilliant. You know, it's it, 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 it's living the dream basically. But yeah. This it it wants to minimise all that. It it just wants us to go and worship at the feet of the aristocrats. And you know, I I'm frankly, you know, <laughs> being a European, I, I I halfway admire the French's approach to it back in 1789. At this point, you know, if if they're getting that arrogant and <laughs> essentially trying to keep everyone else in their place. How yeah. do you get rid of it? Right. Well, okay, so here's a question. Is there going to be promotion relegation under this system? I do not believe so. Ah. <laughs> so basically this is a European Super League proposal, is what they're saying. It's close to it. It's close to it. I'm, I'm sure there'll be a little bit, little bits and pieces, but you really? You know, if you have 24 clubs guaranteed to be in the Champions League, I don't care. It, it, you see... The Champions League is supposed to be about the big clubs, every, but you know, is it, is it supposed to be about the big? Well, well, time out. Yeah. Time out. Is this supposed to be about the big clubs, or is it supposed to be about the best clubs? Because Leicester they, City in twenty sixteen was not a huge club. <laughs> not in the slightest. It's it's about the big clubs. And, you know, City. However, however, they've got that. They are a story. Yeah, they are. A t- a, you know, everyone wants to see. Basically, wants to see them brought down a little bit because that you know they are that good. The, the field is tilted in their favour in so many ways. But yeah, it's you know City haven't made a Champions League final yet, which is remarkable. But well, I mean, no, I mean, how many times have we also seen it where teams throw money at? At the, you know, at things, and they still don't, and they still come up short. I mean, for a while, that was the story of the New York Yankees, as you know, on a team you mentioned earlier in a different Absolutely. sport. But I mean, everybody in the Bundesliga criticizes Leipzig for how much money they spend, and they have not won a single goddamn thing. Look who they're competing with, you know, someone so interesting. Right. Well, so, yeah, because it's new money versus old money at that point. <laughs> right. Yeah, again, I can say this you can. You go back to any side who has had an absolutely consistent run of success, who has, who has become big, and somewhere in their history, there is a big injection of money. You know, it, it's there with Man United. Man United at the start of the 20th century. Liverpool, I could say my own club, um, in the 60s with the poor money. Um, Arsenal, um, even if we, you know, ignore the, uh, the buying their way into the top league originally, Danny Fishman's um, loan in was it 95, 96, when Venner first came along and allowed them to sign players, got them up there. Man United floating on the stock exchange again. Um, <laughs> Juve, the fiat money, you know, Berlusconi at Milan. It's very, very rare. You know, well, right, and, and, and I get that. It's like the, the whole idea of, you know, this club built themselves up from nothing, you know. And, you know, it's like, the you know, the, the story we always see, you know, this, you know, this 23-year-old millennial you know, or, or Gen, Generation Z bought himself a... Bought their house at the age of 21. 21, you look deeper in it. Yeah, well, I, I saved a little bit and had an inheritance or a loan from my father for... Yeah, know. my parents. My parents went in seventy thirty for me, and I lived at home. Right. Yeah. My, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, it, it's always there, and we always know that that it's going to be there. But yeah, his, history. You've got to look in the details. Right. But you know, it, you know, I, 
I, I don't see it as a bad thing if, you know, the big clubs don't always, you know, the bigger clubs of a particular league don't always make the Champions League. No, I mean, not as a, let's face it, a lot of being a football fan is sh- the joy of schadenfreude. Well, yeah, but I mean, even beyond that, um, you know, just, again, this is supposed to be a reward for having a great year. Yeah, it's, it's a reward for excellence. Right, it, if now, now if what they're basically saying is that the, you know the, the the top six, after an arbitrarily decided year, are are now the Champions League teams going forward, what's the fucking point? Absolutely, and you know? yeah, oh, and, an arbitrary decided year, and oh, and this is the coefficient based on their entire European history. So up they go. No, you know, and, and we think. You know, it's amazing how, how how you could look at between UEFA and NCAA college football and just say they, they keep competing to see who's the more corrupt money growers, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, it, it's like you said, if, if you've got the Swiss system, which is drawn seedings, you've got a potential for fixes there beyond anything towards that end Fix, of the season. Fixing in football? Not in my football. <laughs> yeah it's it, yeah it, it's you know again it's if you're making it predictable why should anyone care that that's you, you know, I, I suppose you, you might have I, I you know the the general thing with the money that comes in from um the asian um the Asian television markets is based around players. So, you know, they still love to see Ronaldo and Messi. So maybe yes, on that front, it will keep the money flowing, but your core audience in Europe is not used to that. And will, I, I would imagine sooner or later, they're just going to go. Yeah. And, and if people stop watching in any way, the money's not going to roll in quite as much. I I don't think it's as long term a, a good idea as they as this you know as Agnelli seems to think it is. So right. Yeah, I I just don't get it. You know, it, I, I don't see the appeal. Just like I don't see the appeal of a European super. I mean, well, I mean, I see the appeal personally. It doesn't appeal to me. You know, it is what I should say. Yeah. You know, to be accurate. Um. Again, again, this I suppose this thing would allow um, the Champions League to get in the, those lovely little domestic rivalries in as well, because you know you can say if there's a draw in both seasons, oh, you can have Real and Barcelona in the Champions League almost every year. You can have Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal, and Spurs, Bayern, and you know whoever whoever's second in in the Bundesliga. They you know get they're trying to co-opt that stuff that a domestic league has built up because. Who really for all the Champions League has been going and the big clubs have played each other so much, you know, Real and Bayern and Barca, particularly at the business end over the last decade and a half, and well done them for their excellence. They you know the international clubs are not really rivals. There is not that apps that there is not that history there that you get from playing each other season in, season out in your domestic league. Now, do you think that maybe we'll try to manufacture rivals? Of course they will. Because because I remember because I remember back when they they when they la- when the NFL last shifted their divisional their their divisions and they you know and the Indianapolis Colts went from the AFC East into this new AFC South division, which made no sense to me because Baltimore is is further south than than Indianapolis. Yeah, you've got the, by, yeah. by some distance at that. And, you know, but yeah, they're they're part of the the AFC South. And they try to manufacture a rivalry between the Colts and the Titans, which, you know, now is firmly entrenched. But back in two thousand four, yeah, that wasn't the case. Or two thousand two even. No, you know, that it, wasn't it, the case, you know. Okay, it, it, it's the wrestling, it's the okey doke, isn't it? The, it's 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 the hustle. If you hype it up enough for long enough people might start believing it. Yeah, right, exactly. But, you know, it's just, uh, you know, 
it's like, are, are they trying to manufacture a rivalry between, say, I don't know, Bayern and, uh, let's just pick, Atletico Madrid, let's just say. You know, yeah, like, exactly. you know. Yeah, so, so they, have one, they have one great game. You start hyping it based on that. Um, God. Yeah, the, the the Liverpool Chelsea games of, of the the late sort of de- uh, late two thousands were they they were high pressure. Yeah, everyone everyone was a bit bored of them, but they had an atmosphere and a rivalry because it was domestic thing because the the clubs needed each other domestically as well. Well, it, right, um, and, and it, it spilled into the Champions League. Uh, I still remember the, the 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 critical game in two thousand was it five or six. 2005 when we won it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah, the the you know, the ball didn't cross the line, but Jose said it did and all this, you know. Yeah, well, the... Petacek would have been sent off otherwise and yeah. Say again. Petacek would have been sent off otherwise. But, you know, what what Chelsea came came in to Anfield and whooped us at the start of next season as well in revenge. It was you know, it was it it bled across, but it needed a domestic element as well. Because yeah, it happened every every you know the games in the Champions League we played after that weren't necessarily maybe the most exciting apart from the uh, the four all but but my God the domestic games were brilliant you know because you could go to each other yeah and that's what they, they they want that's the sort of thing that wants to be co-opted into this new competition and frankly whatever if, you know if if if, I, if we've got ten games here to play. And say, 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 Liverpool and Arsenal play each other in the first game of a Champions League competition, and one one of us does each someone five nil. Does it matter? <laughs> you got nine chances to win, say four or five games, whatever. Yeah, it it just, yeah, man, I, it it just does not seem like this is going to go well. No, it it's and... it's sport. Is about unpredictability. About you know, on on the right day, the underdog can get can have its day. But this is trying to totally eliminate the chance of the under. It's trying to just make it a procession of some kind, and you share the trophy out between, say, a little group of four or five clubs at the end of it. Not interested. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as dull as they say that the the group stage is now, this is. This is a, a road to to even being even more dull and meaningless, for that matter. Yeah, this this is a road to me going. Oh, oh is it midweek? Whatever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, it's bad enough my interest in, in in the competition wanes just because Arsenal's not in it. But you know, that's just me being a, a fan, you know, me being a snarky <laughs> Arsenal fan. But yeah, it's what you do as fan. Yeah, but I mean. I mean, even your. I mean, and have they, are they going to apply the same thing to Europa League? Has anybody brought that up yet? Oh, it's, it's not as much of a money making scheme, but it'll trickle down, won't it? <laughs> trickle down economics. Yeah, the big guy pisses on the little guy, and, and the little guy pisses on the next guy down. Whatever. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, this sucks. <laughs> That's all I can yeah. say. This, this sucks. Flat out, flat out. <laughs> that that would be the my last word, it too. It it's a shit idea. Yeah, th- th- this is not good. Funda- uh, do you have any final words? No, well, what, what can I say? Diogo Jota, um, <laughs> Mo Salah, nutmegging Bert Leno. <laughs> no, I'm talking about about this topic. I mean. <laughs> oh, about the topic. <laughs> uh, no, it, it it it's flat flat out greed. It's trying to impose a model which is not particularly wanted in the home markets. It's it's an appalling idea, and therefore it's probably going to happen. Yeah, likely. And they haven't. Uh... I don't know that they haven't uh, exactly um, announced that this is going to happen. Did they say that they were going to delay the the vote on it? Uh, I, I believe so. It, it, it isn't due to come in until twenty twenty four anyway, from uh, from memory. So, no, so so good. So we have at least three years to to get used to this bullshit. Yes, and, and the only thing preventing it is from the fact the super clubs going. We want even more money and control over it. And it's like Jesus. 
Yeah. All right. Well, with that, this has been episode 53 of the Busting Ball podcast you can hit us up on twitter at busting balls pod email us busting balls at gmail dot or excuse me busting balls pod at gmail.com sorry about that um you listen through our native soundcloud feed soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls or the pwom podcast network soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only and you can find us on spotify busting balls podcast is the search term for that john any last words that you haven't already said <laughs> Three nil to the Liverpool. <laughs> Bye, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Batman good. is not real. Is the <laughs> oh yeah right yeah Batman's not real either. Okay, cool. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> and with that, it, and it's fuck you from from me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's thank you from him. <laughs> we might see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.